This edition of The Standard is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharma Dean Reed, founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. ES Audio From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Rochelle Travers, and this is The Leader. The sounds of the Diamond Jubilee celebrations 10 years ago. Now the Queen is about to hit another milestone, 70 years since she first took to the throne. Elizabeth II is the first ever British monarch to celebrate a Platinum Jubilee. Although most festivities are planned for the summer, hello extra bank holiday in June, the actual anniversary is this Sunday. Here is Her Majesty speaking about the historic moment in her most recent Christmas message. And February, just six weeks from now, will see the start of my Platinum Jubilee year, which I hope will be an opportunity for people everywhere to enjoy a sense of togetherness, a chance to give thanks for the enormous changes of the last 70 years, social, scientific and cultural, and also to look ahead with confidence. Seven decades in any job is no easy feat. Never mind it being a period of time that has seen 14 prime ministers, numerous wars, we've joined the EU, then left, and there's also been that global pandemic we've all had to deal with too. Here to tell us more is our royal editor, Robert Jobson. Robert, put it into context for us, just how significant is this milestone? Well, it's hugely significant. It's something we probably won't see Again, I mean, the Queen came to the throne when she was just 25 and has lived a very full and long life. So really to to reign for 70 years is the first time in in British history that's ever happened. She's not only the oldest monarch, but the longest reigning. So I think it is hugely significant. I covered the Jubilees, the Golden Jubilee and the the Diamond Jubilee, which were very, you know, very big, significant events. But I think there'll be a lot of people aware that, you know, we're in a transitional phase of the monarchy at the moment. And we haven't got the Queen for that much longer. And I think that will probably make it a little bit more emotional, particularly with the Duke of Edinburgh no longer being with us, having been having passed away last April. I think that will make it even more poignant. Take us back 70 years to the day she took to the throne. What was the country like and what was she like back then? Well, obviously it was post-war uh, Britain. It was quite an austere situation. We still had rationing. So Winston Churchill was on the uh, as prime minister. But he obviously served her father through the war. It was his second stint as prime minister. And she came to the throne. And at that time, of course, the British Empire was in decline. A lot of the countries were demanding independence. And there was a transition phase in terms of the importance and relevance of Britain as a world leader. After the war, the influence, say, 
had switched to more Russia, the Soviet Union, and America as the superpowers. And before the war, of course, Britain was one very much a superpower with its huge empire. So one of the first things that the Queen did was to undertake a Churchill's behest, a major tour of the Commonwealth and other realms and countries that were linked to the, the, the British Empire, which was seen as a way of cementing our place in the world. She was away six months with her husband, um, over land, sea and air, covered many, many, many thousands of miles and met many thousands of people. So it was, um, I think, really, in many ways, the new Elizabethan era was being trumpeted to try to keep Britain in a very important role because our significance was certainly on the wane. How have things changed over her reign? Oh, the, the change has been huge. I mean, you've got to remember that when she came to the throne, there were many people that believed it was an appointment by God. And a lot of people were very Christian values in those days. The, the Christianity has been uh, declined quite a lot since then. And we're much more a multi-ethnic society, a multicultural society with a lot of ethnic minorities having a major role to play in, in our country and developing our country. So I think we've, there's been a, a massive expansion in, in new technology. Um, I mean, it was seen as a major thing when the Queen came to the throne that her coronation would be televised. That seems unthinkable that it wouldn't now, but there was a big political argument about that at the time. So, no, I mean, the world has, uh, we've changed exponentially. I mean, there's no doubt about that. And we've become, in in that time, you know, from a, the major Commonwealth leader, a major power in the world, to joining the uh, EU, to leaving the EU. So politically, we're very difficult, different now. And I think culturally, we're very very different now with a very uh, particularly in our cities a very multicultural society which of course the queen as head of the church of england has had to embrace um, in all that she does and all the engagements that are carried out by the, the royal family what do you think the future holds for the royal family well, it's difficult to have a crystal ball, but I think we're in transition at the moment to the re- between the reigns of uh, the, Her Majesty the Queen to Prince Charles, who will become King Charles and have Queen Consort Camilla at his side. But, you know, he's a man of 73 and um, we don't know how long he'll be on the throne. So obviously the, the important focus has been on modernity. And I think with William and Catherine, there's a, a real sense of uh, positivity towards them and uh, William's future reign. Yes, there's a lot of difficulties going along at the moment with Prince Harry and Meghan's departure but in many ways I don't think that'll feature very highly in people's thoughts when when it comes to the grand story of the monarchy in say 20-30 years time I think it'll be seen as a blip they're not we're never going to be king and queen Meghan and Harry so it doesn't really matter they're not the main event despite them probably thinking they are I think that we'll see a con- continuity within the monarchy in the UK there may be a, a move abroad in places like Australia New Zealand and Canada to have as we've seen in Barbados, their own republic, their own head of state. But we'll have to wait and see on that. There's no great movement or great drive for that to happen at the moment. Just run through some of the celebrations that are taking place to mark the Platinum Jubilee. It's all sort of focused in the summer. There'll be the Windsor Horse Show in May, which I think will we'll have a lot of celebrations. But it's all going to be focused around a bank, extended bank holiday uh, weekend from Thursday the 2nd to the 5th of June, which will provide a lot of the communities a chance to celebrate the Queen's uh, historic milestone. I mean, there the four days of celebrations are going to include public events, uh, activities, and also ma- moments, what will be called national moments of reflection of over the Queen 
Queen's service. There's going to be, um, on the Thursday, there'll be, on the 2nd of June, there'll be a big parade for Troop in the Colour, where 1,400 uh, parading soldiers and 200 horses, 400 musicians will all get together for a big parade that will then we'll see the Queen on the balcony with members of the Royal Family and a big fly pass by the RAF. There's also going to be beacon, Jubilee beacons lit up across the country, as we've seen in the past Jubilees. There's going to be a service of Thanksgiving, which I think will be very poignant now that the Queen's no longer with Prince Philip at her side, which will be a time for the country to not only give thanks to the Queen's reign, but it'll be a chance for everyone to reflect on the reign as well. I think the Queen is going to have the most fun, actually, on the Saturday at the Derby at Epsom Downs, when she'll be joined by many members of the royal family for the famous horse race. She's a great lover of horse racing. Let's hope she can have a winner for that. Then there's going to be uh, street parties through, through the country, which I think will be taking place. So, yeah, I think that there's going to be a big Jubilee lunch on the Sunday the 5th. And there's going to be the big Platinum Jubilee pageant where 5,000 people from across the UK and the Commonwealth to take, take place with the backdrop of Buckingham Palace and the streets around it with arts, theatre, music, circus, carnival things going on and all decked out in elaborate costumes. And I think that the Queen will probably make an appearance from the balcony perhaps to have a look at that. So I think there's a lot uh, that's going on that weekend and it's going to be, I hope, a time of not only reflection of one of the great achievement the Queen has um, managed to reach, not only just getting to be uh, as old as she is and, and reigning for 70 years, but she's been a great example, I think, to leadership and to being a strong and courageous woman leader through the last 70 years. And that's it from The Leader. This podcast is back on Monday at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.